Hello and welcome to Detox for Vibrant Health. I'm your host, Jessica Green. Thank you for joining. Hi everyone. Welcome to Detox for Autoimmunity number six. Today I'm going to be talking a little bit more about heavy metals and I'm super excited about this. Um, because I've been learning so much about heavy metals and their role in autoimmunity. Now, some of you might be familiar with uh, the medical medium books, and in those, he talks about um, the EBV virus as being an underlying cause or the root cause of autoimmunity. And so a lot of his uh, methods are about reducing um, the EBV virus, the Epstein-Barr virus which is reactivated in many of us who have autoimmune conditions. Now, more recently, there's been more evidence that it's not just Epstein-Barr virus uh, and other viruses. It could also be retroviruses, which is really interesting. So basically, these viruses aren't being tamped down naturally by our body's immune system as they normally would be when we are in a healthy condition. And so this is where heavy metals play a role. Heavy metals play a role by um, making it so that our body just doesn't tamp down those viruses very effectively. And when our body can't do that, the viruses just become reactivated and it can and then be a root cause for autoimmunity. So in order to tamp down those viruses, we need to reduce our toxic loads. Uh, heavy metal loads is a biggie in this case. So um, I am going to go over uh, the top five heavy metals that tend to show up as a high level in many people's um, heavy metal lab tests. Okay, and there's so many ways to do heavy metal lab tests as well. Um, I'll just go through them really quickly. One is a little lesser known version. It's a, called OligoScan. Very fascinating. I know they do that at Sophia Health Institute and at Swiss Mountain Clinic in Switzerland. Uh, you could also do a simple home test, and that's a hair analysis. Uh, and there's also uh, a urine analysis. In this one, you take a chelating agent beforehand and then you get the urine samples while your um, body is, is flushing out some of the heavy metals. So it kind of helps to show what's been stored in your tissue. It gives a little bit of a clearer idea. Um, I really like OligoScan because it's really simple. It's actually just sort of like a I can't even describe it because I haven't used it before, but it's much simpler and you get immediate data from it. So that's one to keep in mind. Anyway, so the top uh, metals that we're going to look at today are uh, mercury, uh, arsenic, which is not a metal exactly, it's a metalloid, uh, cadmium and aluminum. These are all tested in most um, lab tests. Now for mercury, the most common source of mercury is dental amalgams. Um, now, dental amalgams, the silver amalgams are called, but they, they have mercury in them. Um, these, these break down over time and they also vaporize. And when they vaporize, you just inhale it. And uh, it could lead to 
conditions that are commonly called Mad Hatter disease, Mad Hatter conditions. And it, mercury vapor it really goes fast through the blood-brain barrier and it affects our mental state and our nervous system. So very, very toxic. Now, whenever we brush our teeth or chew food, we are releasing mercury vapor or mercury stored from our uh, amalgams and they become vaporized. And so when we do that, when we do those activities, and those are all the time, we get more doses of mercury into our body. There's another interesting piece to this though. If you happen to have gold crowns, then you'll have a condition in your mouth where the mercury and the gold are reacting with one another and it becomes the equivalent of having instead of one mercury amalgam filling in your mouth, it becomes the equivalent of having about 40 in your mouth. Now I've heard higher numbers as well, um, but that's just quite a bit of uh, mercury vapor then that's being released into your body. So those are some things to look out for, for sources of mercury. You can also get mercury uh, through fish. And this is because coal manufacturing plants, uh, some of their pollutants from the manufacturing process ends up in downstream in the water uh, and it affects fish. And the higher on the food chain that you eat a fish, say like halibut or some types of salmon, you'll get more and more mercury content in that fish because it's a fat stored um, toxin and uh, also called bioaccumulative. So the higher up on the food chain, the bigger the fish grows, the more bioaccumulative matter it has. Next is arsenic. The biggest source of arsenic is in contaminated drinking water. That's the number one source. You could also pick this up through food, especially food like rice that's grown using lots and lots of water. So, um, and arsenic is usually uh, a waste product of an industrial production or manufacturing process. Uh, there's also a strong cancer link to arsenic. Next is cadmium. Now, cadmium is a pollutant from manufacturing processes as well and can commonly be found in paints. Cadmium is also found at high, high levels in cigarettes and other tobacco products. Uh, for non-smokers, another main source besides air and water pollution is in foods. Similar to arsenic and rice, cadmium can be high in rice as well or other high water using um, agriculture uh, plants. Next is aluminum. Now we're exposed to this in the form of suspended aluminum particles in dust. This is higher in urban areas and especially near manufacturing that involves aluminum. It's also found in groundwater and in cosmetics and body care products, especially aluminum in your deodorant. Um, aluminum toxicity is also uh, very neurotoxic, and so um, definitely something to be aware of. Uh, that, that said, let's see, we've gotten aluminum, cadmium, arsenic, mercury, and lead. Lead I already spoke about before, so I won't talk about that too much, but most common source is from water, and I talked a little bit more about it in the water episode. I think that was episode one of the Detox for Autoimmunity uh, program. So check out my previous video on that, and you'll find out a little bit more about how um, 
to get rid of lead as well. That all said, um, you know, we are in such a toxic stew right now with heavy metals, with glyphosate, which I talked about, plastics I spoke about last week. We're completely inundated. And so there really is no safe level, right? Because we're in a bit of a cocktail mix right now. We're getting inundated by all these different things. So it's really, really important to make sure that you're detoxing effectively from these things. And we usually do heavy metal detoxes and cycles. They're not something that you necessarily do absolutely every single day, but it's something that you might do once or twice a year, do something a little bit more um, concentrated in terms of the detoxing effort to help eliminate those toxins so that your body can naturally fight off viruses like it should be able to. So I do have some tricks for detoxing. Um, one is specifically for aluminum. Now, if you take uh, silica, which is available in uh, Biosil. Biosil, I think I've shared that product with you before. Biosil is usually taken for hair and nail and skin health. Now, um, you get in little bottles and just out of the grocery store, Biosil, get the droppers. It, they suggest five drops, you could do that. Or if you wanna do a better detox of aluminum, go ahead, put 15 drops in a glass of water chug it because it tastes terrible and that will change the aluminum into a form that's easy for the body to grab onto and uh, eliminate. It also changes it into a form that's non-toxic or less toxic. So that's number one right there. You could do that whenever you want. The rest though, we're really looking at something more uh, like a heavy metal detox program or protocol. Now, if you have silver amalgam still in your mouth, your first step would be going to a biological dentist who's trained in eliminating or removing those amalgam fillings without um, overloading your body with mercury vapors. This is so important. If they don't have the correct protocols set up, you could inadvertently be exposed to serious amounts of mercury vapors all at once, and it could make autoimmune conditions so much worse. Um, <clears throat> so super important, a biological dentist. Now, if you do have your silver mercury amalgams removed and you're ready for uh, a bigger protocol, there's a couple of different ways that you could go about this. One is you can follow a protocol that's been developed by a doctor, a protocol that you could do at home. I know Equilibrium Nutrition has a heavy metal detox protocol that's been developed by Dr. Cabral. And uh, if you want to do something a little bit more, um, I would say kind of a little bit more powerful maybe, you can do a um, heavy metal detox or a chelation program with your doctor. Now, a naturopathic doctor or a functional medicine doctor would certainly have a protocol for this. You can do it either through an IV treatment or you could do it through uh, a chelation type of pill like EDTA, uh, DMSA. Uh, and these are usually done in cycles. So maybe a few days on, a few days off, a few days on, a few days off. Your doctor would develop your protocol 
for you because these are these are pretty um, detoxing and when you're doing the chelation therapy you're also pulling out some other minerals and you'll need to replace some of those minerals back like calcium and magnesium and things of that sort so be careful about that um, so that is that's everything that's what I wanted to cover with you today I hope you found this informative uh, I hope you're interested now if you have an autoimmune condition you're interested hopefully in pursuing this a little bit further if you have any more questions please don't hesitate to comment in the comment box I'd love to answer your questions and have a great rest of your Thursday everyone talk to you again soon Bye.